Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. I'm like, okay, I'm going to the DMV. It's one of the best (laughs) triggers for me to go insane on the inside. So how do I want to be? How do I want to show up? I'm not going to go into a conniption fit about the incompetence and mediocrity and bureaucracy. I'm going to show up and I'm going to be here. I'm going to be a leader here, understanding and compassionate because that's who I want to be. Hi, it's Joseph. And thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. The role of leadership can make you feel unappreciated, lonely, and exposed. But it does get more comfortable if you learn to be a leader. The process isn't easy, but nothing in life worth doing is. So today we're going to explore the ways you can practice embodying leadership and the care you have to give yourself so that you don't end up compromising during the learning process. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open up the podcast app view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. I think for me, it's been a very slow go because I think at first I was doing the being as opposed to being the being, and the being the being leaves you raw and exposed and exhausted because it's an uphill battle to constantly like put yourself back in line. And then it it leaves you raw and exposed because you start to expect more of yourself as you expect more of others. And then at some point you find yourself having to compromise because you're going to have a war on a war on a war with, and it just becomes paradoxical. It's like, Oh my God. Does that make sense? Angel, not only does it make sense, but as as happens so often with you, you've captured you've captured in less than sixty seconds. I think what I've been talking about for forty five minutes, <laughs> and you tell me that you get what I'm talking about, which is really validating for me. So thank you for that. And in your situation, the compromises are understandable because I know something about it. But but at least the compromises that you're making are conscious and calculated because you realize you're just operating in some limits. Most people will compromise out of laziness you know, or lack of follow-through or cowardice or whatever. But what you're talking about, what you're speaking to is that you push yourself to embody and to live according to the principles that you subscribe to. And then you look at the limits. The level of accountability that some part of me wants to hold people to is probably just way too much to build a business on. Right? So that's what I'm always wrestling with. If I, I'm holding back 80% of the time what I really want to tell people. And the mirror I really want to hold up. And then I wait like a couple of years so I couldn't have the sort of jurisdiction to bring it up. So that's a compromise in a way. Because if I, if I scare away my audience by showing them stuff that's the, that they're not ready to hear, you know, it's also just a meeting people where they are thing. But that's like, that 
gets me fired up. Like I lose sleep over that sometimes. You know, when people are say they're committed to something and then one day they send me an email that shows they weren't getting it all along. I go, ah, you know, and that's hard and it's gritty and it can be exhausting. It can be. This is not easy. Why do you think people don't do it? I also find that it's those aspects are so multifaceted. Those things that, that crystallize us come from so many different places. Oh, yeah. That you're being challenged all over the place, like a mirror ball, uh, like an internal mirror ball, you know? Awesome so it's funny <laughs> I'll even try to like, like I've been telling myself, if you can get yourself to fully embody it and then get one more person to buy in and do make the journey with you, I think I won. <laughs> sure. Do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Forget. Like right now, I think in my employee, there are all in about 98 people. If I even think about how the hell I'm going to forget and have them embody, motivate them enough to to try. Yeah. Oh, forget about it. It's overwhelming immediately, you know? Yeah. Well, you're speaking to the nature of leadership. And, you know, there's not only is there nothing harder than leadership... And uh, I think parenting is probably the hardest thing in the world, and that's a form of leadership. It's not only the hardest thing in the world, but it's completely thankless. And most people will never know what you're going through. So it's really hard, totally thankless, and com- you're completely alone. Because even though you can talk to other leaders like we are right now and go, yeah, it's really hard, your particular struggle is uniquely yours. No one can know what it's like. Right. And so that's why, um, uh, to, to me, there without a, some kind of spirituality, you know, you spoke to the exhaustion. There has to be something that you, uh, what's that word? Uh, rejuvenate yourself with twenty percent of the time to to give yourself something back because it can be so draining. And I think there's a hump you get over, probably a series of them. It gets easier, I think. And then certainly there are obstacles that that come up that uh, look like new hills to climb that you've never climbed before. It makes me think of the the there's a book called The Obstacle Is the Way, you know. And a lot of that is just how do you relate to challenge. If you look at an obstacle as this is there to make me stronger, because that which does not kill me makes me stronger. That this is an obstacle course. And every obstacle makes me a better person, then maybe it's not quite so exhausting. But in the beginning, especially when you've got people who maybe a year from now can't be there, when you're working with people who are not necessarily bought in and, you know, uh, and won't be, you, you don't know whether you can get people to that being place, that bought into excellence place. You just don't know. And so you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. While you feel like you're pulling teeth, and that's that is exhausting. That's why I make sure I get at least two massages a month every month. That's one one example of what I do, and other things as well. Got to take care of yourself. In order to really, I think, embody this to go to do this, you need to leave yourself exposed. You almost have to be constantly in in thought of it. If you're not conscious of it, then then I think you start to do it as opposed to be it, right? Mm-hmm. Embody it. 
Yeah. How do you mitigate? Because that's not a comfortable place to be in whatsoever. What's not say more about the discomfort? In in business, I suppose to this point, right? I had always seen a leader as someone who keeps the ace in their sleeve, always hides their cards. And I love to play the fool. I love to be underestimated. So for me, I I love to just be someplace you can't see me. And so for me to be a leader in this way, I almost have to, by design, expose myself. Let you see what I'm made of Mm -hmm. so that I can challenge you to make yourself what you're made of, you know? Okay. So, okay. So I have a question now here. Thanks for, for going further into that. So the question I have is what do you, what have you gotten out of hiding that way? In the past? Yeah. Cause that's what you're talking about. You, you've preferred to be underestimated. Well, for sure, fear factors into that, you know, because you never want to, you never want to expose yourself in a way that would make you seem stupid yeah, or so, not having the answers. So know, the or, difficulty you're experiencing, I would say this exposure that you feel is the loss. Here's a great example of what I was talking about before. It's the loss of an as- a false aspect of yourself that has used hiding as a strategy brilliantly. Right. Right. So the difficulty you're experiencing is not going to be forever. You feel exposed. Actually, you're just there. Exposure is a word that the part of you that's used to hiding is using. Right. Relative to someone who's been hiding, you're going to feel exposed. But after you've been, quote, exposed for a while, you won't feel like you're exposed. You'll just feel like you're there. But if you've been hiding in a closet for 10 years, and then suddenly you at the top of a mountain, you're going to go, whoa, this is really exposed. <laughs> but eventually you'll just be like, oh, I'm on top of a mountain. That's all. Right? Expose, exposure is a story, in other words. But relative to the change in your experience, it's a reasonable story. But just get that it's not, you're not always going to feel so exposed. And okay. I love what, how you bring that because I think this is universal because everybody's hiding in one way or another. And when you make a breakthrough and you start showing up in the world in a different way, you do feel exposed and vulnerable and, you know, like people can hurt you. And it's true. They can because you're more there. You're less defended. You're more engaged with people. And, you know, it reminds me of a friend of mine who was an addiction counselor. And he would say to his, his clients, if you quit using, you'll feel better. You'll feel joy better. You'll also feel pain better. You'll feel depression better. You'll feel happiness better. You'll feel everything better. And that's what someone recovering from substance abuse has to face because the substance numbs things down. It's a form of hiding. And what they have to do is learn to bear whatever aspect of reality was previously unbearable. You know, whether it was their own rage, you know, alcohol often is a medication for rage or marijuana often a medication for depression, you know, whatever emotion comes up or whatever trigger there is where you go, oh man, I'm at a party and there's so many energies and people here. I really need a drink, right? No, you're going to not drink and you're going to bear the exposure that you're feeling. That's it. I'm not saying you can't have a drink at a party. I'm just saying those are the kind of experiments you can do. 
And then you find out how strong you are and build that strength. I do this every time I go to the DMV. I'm like, okay, I'm going to the DMV. It's one of the <laughs> best triggers for me to go insane on the inside. So how do I want to be? How do I want to show up? I'm going to show up gracious and grateful and respectful of the people. And I'm not going to go into a conniption fit about the incompetence and mediocrity and bureaucracy because I'm going to show up and I'm going to be here. I'm going to be a leader here. I'm going to be understanding and compassionate. Why? Because that's who I want to be for these two hours I'm at the DMV, right? And that's what a leader does. And no one's there watching you. No one's there making you do it. No one's holding you accountable. And no one will ever know whether you did or not, except for you. That's what leaders do. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.